my name is Michaeline, and I am here with some Evergreen Conversations. I am the post-high ministry leader at Evergreen, uh, so I have the great privilege of getting to spend lots of time with college students, which is the best, never the worst. Um, they are wonderful. So today, joining me, I have my friends Kelsey and DJ. Kelsey, you want to say hi? Hello. Great. And DJ. Hi. What's up? <laughs> DJ, what does DJ stand for? Joe Keith. That's what it stands for. It's incredible. Thank you. It doesn't stand for disc jockey. I feel lied no, to. No, it does not. All right, that's fine. Um, <laughs> so the reason we brought Kelsey and DJ here today, Kyle is also here. Uh, yeah. Are they college students? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was just confirming. Yeah, man, I'm getting there. Right. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know. I just didn't know if you guys were in college or you guys look so old and mature and yeah. put together. I didn't know. That's true. Thank you. We try. Um, <laughs> so yeah, the part of the point of today's conversation, um, we just want to talk about um coronavirus has been happening a lot of things have shifted and changed especially um for college students so i guess tell me um where you're going to college what year you are and just your how the last week has been for you and what that's looked like um i am going to school at grcc and i'm a junior i'm going for graphic design the last week hasn't been really like that different for me just because School-wise, I've been taking, like, multiple, like, online classes, so it's just been, like, a couple, like, extra more online classes, so it's not too different for me, so. Um, I am a junior at Grand Valley. I'm studying nursing, and this week has been different for me because all of my in-person lectures have been canceled, and they're transitioning to online learning. Um, they've added some online coursework for us to do and since I'm a nursing student all of our clinicals are also switching to online which is very different we can't be at the hospital anymore so everything is in a big transition limbo right now and we're still not really sure what we're gonna do and like online clinicals is sounds like it's not clinicals at all no not at all so on a scale of one to ten what has your stress level been like maybe even a month ago um, with a normal rhythm of classes and work versus what is your stress level like on a scale of one to 10 now post, um, yeah, having to shift your rhythm and be taking classes in a different way than you were had intended on doing? I would say for me, um, before or a month ago, I, my stress level was at probably a five, um, just middle of the road, you know, got to go through the motions, go to class every day, go to work and manage all of that. Um, now, with things being online, there's still a lot of things that we don't know. A lot of professors still haven't communicated with us. So I'd say my stress level is like a good seven and a half. Um, just because I don't know what's going to happen. And that's stressful for me I don't know but like now it's like I just have like a lot of time and like I guess it's kind of like making it easier for me to do like stuff that I want to do I don't know so that's really good <laughs> I will say on top of that like it does feel like I have more time to do things but then that makes me like think that I have time to slack off so then mm -hmm. I don't do my schoolwork as I should be mm -hmm. I've like talked to some other students and for them, the free time has 
become an, like has kind of similar, like elevated the stress level because you've become responsible for creating your own routine. When like even last week, Monday, you have been given this routine based on your class schedules. So what does it look like to try to figure out a new routine? Are you sticking to the same schedule to try to keep that routine? Have you shifted things around? Yeah, it's definitely a transition. And like I said, there's still a lot of unknowns. A lot of classes haven't fully decided what they're going to require of us. So for the most part, I've been trying to stick with doing classwork for the classes that I have on that specific day. Um, And that's been going pretty well so far. I feel like for me, I'm pretty good about like getting a schedule, like scheduling myself with time. So like, I guess this transition has been like as difficult. Yeah, except like now I'm kind of decided like whether I want to work more instead because like now I don't have to like travel, like go to my school. So it's like now I have like more time to work if I wanted to. So it's just deciding whether I want to take it or not. So um, you guys are both involved as leaders in campus ministry. Woo, woo. That has been also a shift. So talk about a little bit because even though you guys are both living at home, Oh, and maybe this is true for, well, it's true for both of you, having both been involved in campus ministry, a lot of your friends and community that you're regularly seeing on a weekly basis or like frequent daily basis sometimes have all moved away back home. A lot of them, like you said, Kelsey, are being evicted from their housing. How has that been not being able to see your friends that you normally see on a daily basis? And have you found ways to continue to connect with them outside of being with them in person? I guess I'll take this one. Um, yeah, it was definitely pretty difficult just because, like, coming from, like, a mission trip, like, you're, like, on a high and stuff. So it's, like, wanting to come back and, like, go to, like, a CPR. Should I even – should I – You should what explain what that is. Yeah. A CPR is, like, campus praise rally out at GVSU. It's, like, a ton of fun, and it's just – a lot of people just show up, and it's just – I was, like, looking forward to that. And then, like, when that was canceled, I was kind of like, oh, that's kind of pretty sad. But, like, like some of the ways that I've, like, stayed connected with, like, some of my friends was, like, uh, with, like, my mission group. Like, we were able to, like, go. We, like, we went out to eat just, like, the other day. Like, so, so I guess we're still, like, keep in touch, but just, like, not as frequently. So. Yeah, I can definitely relate to that, too. Um just when you transition from a mission trip like we both went on where you spend every waking second with people um in ministry to coming back to real life and then your real life gets changed into social isolation it is horribly difficult um and i feel like that's where the transition for me has been the hardest just because i've grown to love the community i've built at campus ministry and for that to, like, completely vanish um, is really hard. But we stay connected by, um, we do, like, virtual, like, the Campus Praise Rally was a Facebook Live video, and they're going to do the rest of our services for the rest of the year that way. And then, like, my mission trip group has, like, Snapchat group chat and Marco Polo video chat and another group chat like we all have ways to stay connected which is great 
Um, what is there a, I think when I was in college, kind of like Mike Lean said, but a little different, like I just wanted to be around people all the time, you know, not even like to talk to them, but just to like be amongst people. Like I just love, love walking around campus being, seeing a bunch of people. And like, do you have that? Like, do you feel the urge to like disregard the kind of the social norms that we put on ourselves to, cause I feel that right now. Like I want to just like go leave my house and hang out with my friends. Or do you like feel pressure to be inside or are you like, okay with being inside or are you just not being inside, which would be fine too. There's no law against it. Um, like h- how are you kind of feeling about this whole kind of what's supposed to happen versus what I actually want? You know what I mean? Hmm. Oh, I don't know. Um, so like I've been like going out and stuff, so it's been like it's been relatively normal. But like I was like look, look, I was looking forward to like youth group like today, and like that was kind of like that's not happening. So it's it's kind of like I, I I almost feel like we should just do it anyways, you know, even though like you just throw a bunch idea. of middle schoolers <laughs> into a like, classically yeah. non touchy feely <laughs> group of people. This is, yeah, so I guess like there's I don't know. I feel like. <laughs> Yeah. I'm a very busybody, so being inside is not easy for me. So, like, yesterday I went and took a a walk around, um, like, Saugatuck State Park. And, like, I pick up work more often now. So just to, like, stay busy um, when I don't have so much perceived schoolwork right now. I don't know how to ask this question. These pauses are totally fine and good. Yeah. Um, what? Okay. Let me tell you my experiences and just with friends online and trying to communicate with people via the internet or FaceTime or Facebook or whatever. Um, I have some friends who are coming up with just some fun, creative ways to keep in touch or like even like random games that they're trying to figure out how to play with their friends. Um, have you, I'm just curious to know, like, what are some good things that you have seen come out of the last week? within this social isolation like whether that be like for me it's all of a sudden I'm connecting with people a lot sooner than I had planned on it which has been really cool to just reconnect with people or maybe it's like some really bad twitter feed or hilarious memes like what has been what has what has given you uh, I don't want to say joy but what has given you joy in the last five days amidst all of this I would have to say some of those memes, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's really paper memes. I don't know. Um, Just also, like, being at home and just being with, like, the family, you know? I guess that's really good. Because, like, now, like, I guess I was busy before, but now, like, I can, I guess I can't do (laughs) as much. But just being at home and, like, just hanging out with, like, my brother, that's been, like, a positive out of this whole thing. So. Are you going or me? Oh. Did you, sorry, did you go yet? Sorry, no, I, was, I didn't. Okay, my fault. <laughs> um, I forgot what I was going to say. Yeah. Dang it, Kyle <laughs> William. <laughs> I hate saying this as a college student, but I can scroll through TikTok for hours a day, <laughs> which gives me lots of laughs. You got TikTok yesterday, so I'm fired up about it. <laughs> <laughs> it is amazing. <laughs> um, but aside from that, I... Um, enjoy just having time of rest where it feels like I'm not held to a certain standard and a certain schedule. So making up my schedule as I go is good for me. 
I'm almost thankful for TikTok right now because before it was like high schoolers couldn't like stop sitting on the couch looking at TikToks. Now it's like, yo, just stay there, look at TikToks for a few <laughs> weeks. <laughs> um, I I don't know where you guys are at. Like, what is your um? I got it's like I guess it's a two part question. Like, what is your desire to understand what's going on? Like from a news point of view, from like a medical point of view, from like a, trying to understand this better point of view, like. Where do you get your information and how stoked are you for that information? That's kind of part one. Then part two is like, how do you feel about this? Like, are you scared of it for you? Are you scared of it for people you love? Are you scared of it for hypothetical people you don't know or have never met? Like, where are you at with that? So for me, I work at the hospital. So I feel like I'm pretty aware of what's going on and all the policies and changes that are having to be made. Um, Personally, I'm not scared for myself. Um, I know that I have a good chance of surviving it if I were to get it, but I also work at an assisted living center, and since I also work at the hospital, I've um, unscheduled myself for all my hours there, just in case I were to be a carrier, and I would just feel absolutely awful if I were to bring it to that place. Hmm. I think for me, like, I kind of, like, want to know, like, how long it'll take to pass. And, like, also, like, compared to, like, China, since they have, like, a bigger population, whereas we're smaller, like, I would want to know, like, if it's going to be, like, not as long, I guess, you know? So, and then, like, I guess I'm, yeah, I'm just, I'm not, like, worried about getting it, because I know, like, I'll survive it as well. And I'm just more worried about, like, the older people, you know, getting it. And then, uh, this is kind of funny, but, like, uh... It was like Tom Hanks that got it. I was like, I was freaking out because I, I, <laughs> the whole internet exploded when they saw that Tom, I love Hanks, Tom Hanks tested positive. Anyone Tom Hanks but Tom Hanks. <laughs> What's your favorite Tom Hanks movie, DJ? Dude, Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen Forrest Gump. Yeah. You've never yeah. seen Forrest Gump. No, my favorite Tom Hanks. Are right, we gonna movie. have a movie club next week? Movie club. Yo, <laughs> this is the next podcast. Catch me if you can. Have you seen that? Yes. Kyle Hanratty. <laughs> talks just like that. It's the best. Also, also like, was it something in Seattle? Was it low? Sleepless in Seattle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That? That, one, that one was a pretty good one. I like that one. The Terminal was trash, but I saw it when I was like 12. So it was <laughs> awesome then. <laughs> so. I think for me, I'm going to answer this question. Fire. Great. Because I was thinking about that this morning. I stopped into Lantern Coffee because I love it so much. And um, just trying to do what I can to support local businesses. Um, don't worry. They had 90% hand sanitizer, alcohol, whatever. Um, scratch that. I went into Lantern Coffee this morning and I think it's just hard for me because having friends and having people who I care about who own local businesses is where it feels like I'm feeling a lot of hurt for them. I'm just knowing that they, A, they can't, might not be able to pay their employees and those employees are my friends and B, like, how is this going to affect their business as a whole? And will they be able to like survive through that? And like, again, like that's not going to affect me other than the fact that they literally make the best lattes I've ever had in my life. But I like hurt deeply for people who it could actually shift their future in a strong, big way. Like for me also, it's like for anyone that's in sports or like in high school, like I remember like, especially being a senior, like the last half of like my senior year was like fantastic. So like for like all the people that are missing out like on prom and stuff like that, like that just like. That kind of hurts. Mm-hmm. So it's like definitely that aspect. Yeah, I've never experienced something that like is creating so much like change in 
every aspect of life for everyone you know like kids are out of school like usually there's a thing where it's like oh high school kids have snow day college kids go to class anyway like or if something weird happens it's like oh they'll kill like my parents aren't impacted by this but the kids are or the kids aren't impacted by this my parents are but this is everyone like uniformly having to change the way we do our lives for however long this happens it's just crazy what i guess what are you going to remember 20 how old are you now 21 21 so when you're 36 what do you think you're going to like remember about this like what are you going to tell your kids when they're like when they just see a entire page of like the sports history books just be like nope we didn't have any ncaa tournament then or NBA. like what do you do when someone's like oh yeah we don't we didn't have anything in 2020 we didn't do anything like what are you gonna tell them or like what do you think the legacy is gonna be which is probably a hard question to ask now because we're in the maybe on the front end of it but well if i have kids i'm gonna tell them that i survived (laughs) really good point (laughs) Do you think this is going to be one of those things that like changes the next 10 to 15 years? Or do you think in three months it'll all be gone away and we won't have changed the way we operate at all? Like, I think it's definitely going to change like the future, I guess, or like change. Like, I don't know. Okay. But I don't know. Like, also for me, I feel like it's like making, um, I guess, I don't want to say this. Like, it's making me think more about life and like not taking it for granted. Cause it's like, it's like I guess almost like at any moment, like something new could happen. Especially like if you have like parents or like older grandparents, like they could like possibly like die. So I guess that's kind of that's kind of weird to think about. So, yeah, yeah. Like DJ said, not taking things for granted, like being able to go outside and go to the store where everything's fully stocked and shaking hands with strangers, like things like that that is so normal for us suddenly isn't so when this is all over I'll definitely look at that in a different light um as well as just from a nursing standpoint um I'll definitely have a greater appreciation for my future career and for the hospitals who are like taking care of everyone right now DJ if you had to shake the world and say this is what I'm really like this is what it's really like to be a college student what would you yell into their face? Like, what frustrates you about the way people think about your existence? Not only as a college student, mm-hmm. but, like, in the midst of doing college with this coronavirus happening. Yeah, I feel like the world thinks, like, we're kind of, like, lazy and all we do is just, like, party. And it's, like, because that's not what we do. Like, like I'm, I'm, I'm always, like, trying to, like, just stay on top of, like, my schoolwork and, like, just, I guess work too and just like I don't know just serving at the church too I would say a big misconception that people have about college students is that we are constantly surrounded by others and other people like our age um I feel like college has been one of the most lonely times of my life um just because of that misconception um like we have an image in our head that college is a time of partying and a time of being around friends all the time um and that's just not true and it wouldn't be healthy if it was like that but it's also given me time to step back and realize that I'm more of an introvert I'm more of an introvert than I thought I was so you're saying that before you like there was a point in time going into college where you identified as an extrovert 
Yes. You think it's the expectations of college that make so many people, I don't know if, I think a lot of people feel that way because I didn't really know that I identified with that until you just said it, like as a college student of like, I'm not, I'm doing a lot of stuff, but you can do, even if you do is like things with your friends every day, like there's always going to be something you think you're missing out on. And does yes. that, that's the most alienating, lonely thing, I think. And I didn't realize that until just now about why I was so sad when I was in college. It was because like, oh, I had a lot of friends and I was doing a lot of stuff. But like, there's always something you're missing out on. Yes, FOMO is real. <laughs> and I think, but I think the th- thing is that people like brand it this like cute, like fun quirk about life. And when in reality, it's like actually damaging and mm-hmm. it actually causes us to be lonely and anxious and sometimes depressed. Like, and I think that's an incredible thing to realize 10 years after I left college. It wasn't 10, it was like five. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I think Kelsey, you're ahead of the curve. <laughs> Thanks, I try. I just feel like when you when outsiders view college, it's seen as that fun, like free time of someone's life. But what they don't see is all the schoolwork that gets put into it and all the stress and then adding this coronavirus on top of everything to throw everyone for a loop and just so many unknowns and uncertainties of what life will look like now um, just really can rock your world. Mm. all right to add on the FOMO thing like for me like I almost had to like get off like Instagram and that yeah definitely most yeah Instagram just because like I was always like seeing people like just doing stuff and I was like dude I don't know am I missing out so like I just kind of had to like take that out of my life and it's been better because of that College is almost like the Instagram of your life. Like mm-hmm. people th- have this image of it, but then behind the scenes, there's a bunch of stuff that's hard, like the grind of class, the grind of like f- being in a new space of life. But like, it's kind of like the Instagram thing of like people seem awesome as at first. And then when you get actually to who they are, it's like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. your life isn't perfect and wonderful. Like people think it is. I think the whole concept of recognizing that you're an introvert, I, that, yeah, I went through this like weird self-realization. Like when I got out of college, I just thought that maybe being out of college, I just chilled out a little bit and like I naturally just became a calmer person. Um, But I think the reality is that I felt a lot of pressure to elevate myself. I think Kelsey, you and I talked about this on spring break. Like I felt the pressure to elevate myself in spaces where everyone else was louder and more outgoing and more energetic. And I feel that even now to this day, being 33 years old where I can be in a space and I feel the pressure to live up to whatever the expectation is in the room. And I'll leave the room and feel lonely and feel sad and feel exhausted because I put so much energy into being somebody I'm not mm-hmm. and learning how to recognize that it's okay if I'm not the loudest person in the room and it's okay if I'm not the one making the jokes in the room. Um, and what I'll say about Kelsey is that she was my spring break trip leader and I said this to her face, but she is like the best, incredible, like most wonderful introverted leader I've ever met in my <laughs> life. So, Well, thank you. Um, Kelsey and DJ and Kyle William Ross Camp. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time to come out here and brave the coronavirus <laughs> of the world. <laughs> thank you for coming out here and just having this conversation with us and being willing to answer questions um, about being a college student. So we appreciate it. Of course. Thanks thank for you. having us. Yeah, thanks for having us.